Hello, listener, and welcome to episode four of our podcast, Presidents and Assholes. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Lauren. And hello, listener. We, as a reminder, um, are doing this pre- this podcast, Presidents and Assholes, because Melissa and I are on a trivia team to which we rarely contribute, especially... <laughs> in the realm of presidents and we needed to get ourselves educated and so we thought that we would research a different president each week inform ourselves and inform you mm-hmm. we do this for you the the best and us way to learn something is to teach it yes so, <laughs> i understand it better when i've said it out loud totally and when you wrote it down in your notes too yeah it's the like multiple times we go over this information you have to see something three times before you remember it yeah i'm gonna say that's right (laughs) sounds right that's what i've heard (laughs) tell me two more times (laughs) if you see something okay right great um also for you new listeners something we do every episode is we have a drink for our president so mm, melissa do you want to explain who the president is for someone who may have missed it last episode Yeah, no, last episode, after stumbling through William Henry Harrison, we were thrilled to have a president that we thought has a lot of content, and that is Richard Nixon. Mr. Richard Sir Nixon of the Nixon household. (laughs) Um, Nixon Milhouse. No, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Thank you. (laughs) Nixon is his last name. But, um, and that just sort of plays into the name Presidents and Assholes. It's an old drinking game back from the old college years. The old college days. And uh, we've kind of been wishy-washy. Sometimes Evan, the bartender, is here. Um, sometimes he is not. If you listen to episode three, William Henry Harrison, you'll know our licensed bartender, Evan, created a disgusting drink <laughs> that we were dissatisfied with. And this week was a shot at redemption, and he decided to go to Iowa instead. <laughs> So, we've brought on a guest bartender today. Yes. Um, let's welcome our guest bartender. And if this bartender sounds strangely like Lauren, it's because they're twins. <laughs> Twin sister, Meg Olsen, everyone. So, Meg, um, I'm going to hand off the microphone, and why don't you let our listener know who you are, what the drink is, what inspired you about this drink. Okay. So excuse us, listener, we only have two microphones. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me. Oops, I unplugged your headphones for a second, but they're back. Okay. Sorry, I'm such a rookie. We're doing this live. Live to you. (laughs) Ear to table. Okay. So um, thank you for the introduction. I'm Meg Olstad, Lauren's twin sister. Um, I think I need to start by saying I am not a licensed bartender. Um, Did not go to bartending school, but I thought I would give it a stab anyway. So when I looked up Richard Nixon, well, honestly, my knee-jerk reaction was to give you guys water out of a gate. Um, And then I figured that doesn't sound possible, Um, nor alcoholic. So (laughs) scrapped that idea. And then when I Googled Richard Nixon, I found out that after he came back, he, he was in war in like the South Pacific, and he really uh, started to love their culture and everything about it. And so when he came back, he loved Mai Tais. He had people serving him Mai Tais 
in the White House. No joke. That's what this one reputable website said. <laughs> I said it was reputable. So I, I took a stab at making some Mai Tais. And this was quite a stab. These look amazing. Yay. They look ridiculously better than anything we have had to date. Like, they look fantastic, listener. I don't know if I... That's coming back. You're, I wasn't hearing you, sorry. Oh, it's my fault. No, it's good now. It's good now. Okay. Sorry. But it does look really good and fruity, and she even put a cherry and an orange on it. We would never get this kind of treatment. And an Evan. umbrella. The umbrella, it's insane. I'm so excited to try it. Yeah, there's so much going on with this drink. We have garnish, we have decorations, <laughs> we have straws. We have it all this week. Like, above and beyond nixon richard nixon what a guy so excited to try it right, to be a part of the south pacific oh, culture oh, oh, oh. real fast yeah. um we always cheers to something yes and the cheers i have today is to our founding fathers as in our actual fathers um my dad and lauren and meg's dad uh <laughs> since we started this podcast they've actually been sending us not only feedback and yes. critique mm -hmm. but also fun facts and i got a few for nixon from my dad and so as did yeah as did i and they're what's great about it is they're taking a lot of the legwork out of this for us yes. which is fantastic um so, so to the founding fathers of us founding fathers. let's hope they taste as pretty as they look mm. oh Ooh. my gosh oh my god it's like I don't know if that's what a Mai Tai is supposed to taste like, but it's <laughs> yummy. I don't care. It's so good. It's like drinking a sunset. <laughs> you are so good at describing things. Our listeners are going to feel like they're drinking it, too. Well, like last week, it was like dirt, mm, dark, yeah. murky dirt. water. Dark, murky water. <laughs> Septic tank water. <laughs> this is such an upgrade. And this tastes like okay. a sunset. It's delicious. It's great. Mm. Wow, go me. Go you is right, Meg. Yeah. Um, I was Thank thinking um, something that we had discussed previously about Nixon that we really make sure we adhere to is not talking about Watergate this episode. And the whole thought process behind that is that kind of overshadows Nixon as a person. And we wanted to make sure, I mean, you all know what happened. Yeah, that's, I think, a really important point. You all know, we all know, that's like all we ever hear about Nixon. And I feel like we'll go down a rabbit hole. This episode could turn into 10 episodes. And let's just focus on things about Nixon that we don't know. Again, if this is for trivia, if the trivia question was which president was involved in the Watergate scandal, we would know that. We want to get to the depth. Which president drank Mai Tais? Which president drank Mai Tais in the White oh. House? That's right. <laughs> like, that's what we want to know. That's what we want to research. Um, with so Watergate's that, off the table. Yeah, but with that being said, it is back on the table. It's for a little, little thing that I did. Okay, um, Lauren, yep. st to start off this podcast, let's say All right. we find ourselves not where we are currently, but in D.C. And uh, okay. I'm going to say we need a place to stay for the night. Right. And we've been whisked away. <laughs> but uh, we had not set, previously set up... Um, arrangements for where we're gonna stay okay this is irresponsible traveling <laughs> yeah. i'm in let's go and we're not gonna we're not doing airbnb um okay. we want to stay someplace nice all right where they, where they serve my ties totally and uh we come across the watergate hotel mm. and it is tonight saturday march 11th how much do you think it costs for one night for a bedroom with one king bed 
You get a separate living room and a sleeper sofa. I'll sleep on the sofa. That's fine. Okay. All right. I'm not sleep. I can't sleep on sofas most um, of the bed oh, back. A couple more things to help you figure out how much you think this room's going to cost. Okay. Um, you have a river view and okay. complimentary standard internet access. <laughs> it's just standard. It's not just, 4Gs. Just standard okay. it's also complimentary though so i don't think it factors in but just like the overall well, what we're saying get. is they bake it into the price they say it's yeah. complimentary but likely they've already baked that yeah in. and um just to help we will not take anything from the mini bar we'll just leave that alone okay are we gonna get room service or order a movie um that's gonna <laughs> kind of change up my calculation okay you could just say no no we're, okay we're stick to cable <laughs> all, right. all right i'm gonna guess it is three hundred dollars a night um it's too low meg i'm gonna let you take a chance what? here speaking to the microphone no you have to come to the mic oh okay so god 300 a night is too More low <gasps> okay i'm gonna say 600 i'll double it bob i'll do 600 <laughs> a night well, listener, they're both wrong. It, for a single bedroom, but there's a sleeper sofa, it costs you $995 a night. Do you have the average? Is oh, my mic on? No, it's it not. Comes. We can't keep moving it. Okay, okay I'll come to you. Um, okay, what's the, did you do any research on the average price of a hotel room in D.C.? No did not all right because that would be good to know because like maybe it's just expensive in that shoot in that town sorry listener this mic keeps cutting out it's meg's fault Mm -hmm. because she's been forcing me to move it she didn't bring her own microphone to this podcast which was was irresponsible of her um but she did bring booze so does the 900 include the mai tais no oh my god all right um i went to statistica.com your home for statistics okay and looks like i'm looking at quarterly average daily rates in hotels in washington dc from 2010 to 2016 so i'm gonna do 2000 it's $230. So it's dramatically higher <laughs> higher than the average. Yes. So, expensive. Just for um, notoriety or what? Like, why? I don't, I don't know, but... I looked at the I don't mean room. to call you out on this podcast, but if you're going to be chiming in, you have to speak into the microphone. <laughs> and otherwise... Sorry, listener. Otherwise, just feel free to not chime in. Um... <laughs> And I know that really had nothing to do with Nixon, but that's about as Watergate as I wanted to go, except as I was researching hotel rooms, I also found their wedding package, and I promptly printed off the brochure for a wedding package at the Watergate. This is great for anyone that you might be currently seeing who accidentally stumbles across this in your bedroom as you printed it out. It's like, holy shit. She's crazy. She uses a printer. What? It's so <laughs> weird. Oh, no. But um, I'm actually going to save this yeah. for later. Um, I, have a whole, oh. I have a whole theory about the Watergate hotel package. Um, that's great. As long as we're talking about Watergate, and we're not supposed to be, but as long as I can slide this in here. Do it now. Can we agree as a community, as a united nation, to stop calling any scandal insert scandal name dash gate yeah does that bother you it bothers me a lot i have a tweet i could i could point to with this exact this exact 
irritation. Your I, own tweet? My own tweet that okay. I tweeted. This podcast is about Richard Nixon, not about Meg's Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but as long as you're doing shameless plugs, you want to plug your Twitter handle? Guys, I wish I had a twin. This is breaking my heart. I'm so lonely. So kind to each other. Well, if you guys want me to point to the tweet where I was first annoyed by this, okay. um, no, my Twitter handle is at MKBeer, like the drink, 08. Uh, my last name doesn't have the word beer in it anymore, so currently in the market for a rebranded Twitter <laughs> handle if anyone cares to help me out with that. And you can send your responses to Perez and Aholes at gmail.com. We've set up a um, email account because Evan has refused to let us give out his phone number. <laughs> so. I love all this self-promotion right now. Yeah, we're just this is this is the segment we like to call shameless plugs. <laughs> yeah. Um so back so to that. gate, yeah, deflate gate. Book gate. Book gate. If you're a New York Housewives fan, there's so leg gate. Wasn't there a leg gate? There was New York Housewives. Yeah, yeah. Same franchise of Housewives. Mm. Leg gate. Like it. Watergate doesn't mean scandal. It is the hotel that this particular scandal happened at. So to say deflate gate, it's not clever. Yeah, it's you need to find something football related. Do better NFL. Yeah, do better. Yeah, with your naming. With your players. To doing better. To do yeah. right? My ties. Cheers. My ties. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, we'll come back to this because yep. I have a conspiracy theory, but I want to... Love it. I want to fold it in. Yep. Like making some bread. Yeah. Like later on. Yep. There's so, a time. Um, I can talk about young Nixon. Young Nixon. <laughs> Please. Okay. I beg of you to talk about young Nixon. I'm going to start Nixon. off right now, listener. Um, this is a true moment. Um, I've always said... As in, I said it last week, and I'm saying it again. Um, Andrew Jackson will always be my favorite president. Yeah. But I kid you not, I went into this research wanting to hate Nixon. Um, totally. Just because, like, he seems silly. I watch Futurama. He seems like a crazy person on that <laughs> yeah. show. But I kid you not, I have a lot in common with Nixon to a point wow. where I have a soft spot in my little heart for him. So you want to be a Jackson, but honestly, you identify with a Nixon. That's um, kind of what I'm beginning to realize is, though, I aspire always to be more Andrew Jackson yeah deep down I'm old just, hickory yeah I'm just I'm just a grumpy Gus you're which a grumpy was Gus? which was Nixon's uh, nickname in high school <laughs> oh, wait what <laughs> why Gus I feel like there's so much opportunity with Richard Dick there's that whole like wheelhouse and they went totally off brand and they're just like what a grumpy Gus <laughs> yeah um, it was actually quoted from a girl that he asked to dance. She said, oh, I wish I could find it. She said, like, oh, how I hate Richard Nixon. He's just a grumpy Gus. Wait, so <laughs> who asked her this and when? It's, like, this was after he became yeah, president. Yeah, it's a book that I read a couple pages on online. I, you have to buy the whole book to see the whole thing. So yeah. I just read the preview pages. Not going to do that. It's called Be Nixon, A Man Divided by okay. Evan Thomas. And it is actually a biography and not a collection of myths. <laughs> okay, good. That's a great start um, into writing an actual biography. Um, so Evan Thomas mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to write a biography about Nixon. Did he write it while he was alive? Because maybe that's why there's no myths in it. We know Parson Weems was like, Washington's daddy can't argue any of this. Um, I'm going to say 
Yes, but then I have so his hand was forced in this. But what I find to be interesting is okay. So Evan Thomas is like, I'm gonna write this biography. I need to get some boots on the ground, Mm -hmm. get myself to some places, some people who know him personally. How did he track down a girl who he didn't even actually go to the dance with? She rejected him to this dance. So, like, where did how did he get this information? And then what's he say? Like, why'd you? reject him and she was like because yeah. he's grumpy and like most of the questions you asked me on this podcast Lauren, mm-hmm. i can actually answer this one um, it's exciting times <laughs> the research was good this time <laughs> so her name was ola florence and how he was able to track her down is because he did research into when nixon was in high school he ran for student body president and she was one of the other candidates um ultimately didn't win this uh like athletic dude named um robert logie or l-o-g-u-e actually won student body president so actually nixon lost a familiar feeling to him because he lost the u.s presidency first time he ran as well (gasps) yes you guys he ran before he ran before against john f kennedy uh-huh. And oh, that's right. Can we, I didn't know that. Can we fold it again? I'm going to have to ask you to talk into the microphone. <laughs> You're allowed to speak. If you want to talk, Meg, we'll get you a whiteboard and you can write it down. And then <laughs> or, I'll, I'll do your voice. It's so loud that I just feel <laughs> yeah. like you could just probably pick it well, up. We're picking it up, but it's very echoey. Oh, I'm sorry. So I apologize, just lean listener. In. Think of the I'm listener sorry. first. I'll yeah. lean in. Okay, listener first, always. <laughs> so, can't. Or Nixon lost to Kennedy, and what I think is awesome about this, so he lost to that like jock, right? Wasn't like it because co- he was ugly? Hold on, Sorry. I'm explaining something. I'm unpacking it. I'm taking people for a journey here. All right, <laughs> wait. Understood. So he loses to this jock in high school, this handsome, popular guy. Nixon also loses to John F. Kennedy, this handsome, popular guy. And there was the first televised debate during this candidate, this election. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but not everyone had TV. TV was not commonplace here. But the people who watched it on TV liked Nixon better, as Meg is saying, or no, Kennedy better, as Meg is saying, Kennedy was more handsome. Those who were listening to it on the radio came out loving Nixon far more than Kennedy. Isn't that interesting? So the listener, you all, love us. Yeah, you if think we had a great. television show, our ratings would plummet. <laughs> You'd all hate us. I know. As they say, we have um, a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, we, we do, and so did Nixon, and that's crazy. That is like a huge contributing factor. I lost. Can you imagine like the water cooler on Monday morning? Like the people with the TVs were like, oh, yeah, Kennedy, he totally won. And the radio people were like, um, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's awkward. There's this huge divide. Um, So, yeah, little did we know this was commonplace for Nixon. So, all together now, we can just all agree that we would have all voted for Nixon. Yes. We're using the medium of sound right now. But what about for student body president? Student body president, I think I would have gone with Ola Florence. Yeah. She seems really sassy. Cool. One of the guys, too, probably had the parties that we didn't get invited to. Yeah, but she was a girl. 
It's the girl that said Oh, it's that. the girl. The girl said she hates Richard Nixon, <laughs> even though they ran together, and then she, he asked her to dance, and she turned him down. <laughs> I love that for some reason. Yeah, girl's a boss. <laughs> um, but so, but don't don't be too sad. Don't be so so sad, listener, because Nixon did find a little honey, and how he met his future wife, Pat Catherine Ryan. Um, he met her when they were both auditioning for the Whittier Community Players production of The Dark Tower. And Nixon got the lead, and Pat played his love interest in the show. Do you want to know what also happened after they met? What? So he asked her out a ton of times. He's like, Pat, go out with me. And she's like, no, I'm not into you. But he would, he loved her so much, was so into her, he would drive her around like chauffeur her including to dates with other people (laughs) she's like i need a ride to go out with someone this is why i have such a soft spot for nixon because i would do that because i was like you know at least i'm spending time with her (laughs) yeah that's him he's like i'll weasel my way into her heart i drive her around enough just like he weaseled his way into America's heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this only makes him more endearing to me. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I can tell you a little about, um, sorry, I'm very into community theater. And so I kind of researched the plot of this play they were in together. And it Please. seems very similar to the fact where the lead female that Pat played is like this beautiful, talented actress who's like going back into the stage and like, this guy who loves her is trying to help her get back into theater. And that's the part that Nixon played. And it comes to the point where I think he like he murders quite a few people in order to like improve her career. Yeah, you gotta crack a few eggs and make an omelet, you know. <laughs> um and like that's basically it. it's like a murder play. She continues to rise because she has this guy doing her dirty work and uh so how does killing people actually further her career like people who are gonna get the part instead of her yeah okay why not right (laughs) um it was made into a movie called the man with two faces wow so where did they they star in it did not use nixon i think the whittier community players um it was a like five night showing and then took it off so they didn't get in but I do like that mm-hmm. idea of like being good at theater makes you a good president, just like showmanship. Totally. Especially for the first, I mean, apparently it didn't do him so good because, you know, he didn't perform well on TV. <laughs> People didn't it's like new, him. It was a new medium. Give him a it was, okay, you're right. It's different. You know what? To that point, I didn't see how the people in the live audience of the televised election felt about nixon so you know the 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 radio folk loved him the viewers of tv hated him what about people in the audience they (laughs) nobody has data on that so i also so straight out of college nixon and this is another reason why i adore him is he ran a failed orange juice business there's orange juice in my ties (laughs) meg you're just bringing it all together (laughs) she talked into the microphone she's really (laughs) she's she's learning getting it but seriously this podcast is just like a puzzle and every little piece you put it together and we're building this puzzle of who was richard nixon yeah he was orange juice he was orange juice he was theater (laughs) he was ugly he was rejected he was melissa he was Uh, melissa that's me but no and we're all melissa (laughs) in in a way we're all nixon's listener 
together we can be an excellent unless you're more like a jfk then i want nothing to do with you <laughs> yeah then we get it okay <laughs> then we get you're, it. you're beautiful you're likable yeah sure. good for you um back to the failing in the orange juice business <laughs> yes. he attempted to strike it rich making california orange juice but and this was also kind of based off of his father also had tried a little stint in the citrus business <laughs> okay um, so citrus business can you clarify <laughs> Was it also orange? Yeah, or was it... I just said that because it was like a fun thing to no, say. No, I, I like it. I just want to, I'm just dressed. wondering if it's the it same. It was just orange juice. But the no name good. of it was Citra Frost Company. <laughs> but the problem was, okay. is they had not really come into the idea of what concentrate should be. I think we're all familiar with the orange juice concentrate you buy. In yep, the just add water. So what they were doing is taking real oranges mm-hmm. and cutting them and freezing them. Like slices of oranges. And then one was supposed to buy frozen oranges and fresh squeeze the juice. You're supposed to take this like cut up orange that's been frozen and then add water and keep it at room temperature and it would like become orange juice as you like mashed it up. And the problem was due to like um, quality and then um, freezing it and then letting it like Mm de-thaw, it tastes disgusting. Yeah. It also sounds like still super labor intensive. Like if you're still going to mash up oranges and squeeze them, like why wouldn't you buy them fresh? If you still have to go through all that, you have to like thaw them out and still go through the same process. I don't, you know, I wish he um shark tank had been a thing because i would have loved to see them pitch this company a great episode but um have just cube and be like <laughs> what you know um with what i've told you how long do you think the citra frost com- oh, how long do you think citra frost company um was in business i'm gonna say two years two years two years what do you think meg i think less than a year less than a year yeah all right it was 18 months oh Right in between. <laughs> right in the middle. So I'm right. No, it's right in the middle. Because it's 12 months you, a year. You vaguely said less than a year. <laughs> like, I think my guess is closer because you could go anywhere from one month to 11 months. That's hardly fair. Lauren, no, we'll just, your pod, we'll, so. call, yeah, we'll call it a draw and say that Melissa won. Okay. So, <laughs> so feeling good about myself. Yeah. Um, As we continue on this journey, do you, do you want to? Jump in on anything on Nixon? Do I want to jump in on anything on Nixon? I do. Okay. We've talked a little bit about his rivalry with JFK. Um, something that I think is funny that he did. So he his image, worse than Kennedy. Kennedy wins. Um, Kennedy had wrote a book that really improved his image. There were a lot of people who didn't like him prior to this book coming out. Um, so then Nixon loses and he tries the same thing. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to write a book. What was the book called? It was called The Six Crises. And it just talked about his role in six different political situations he was in. Including his school race? or Um, (laughs) I didn't read it, but I'm going to assume it didn't include (laughs) the class body election. I like this. Did you read the back of the book? Because that's about as far as I've gotten with most of these books. I, I didn't even do that. I just went online Sai wrote the book and was like what was this book about <laughs> and that's all that's all the notes i have is that it was about his role in six different but political like, situations and this is what we bring to you listeners if you're intrigued by any of the books that we vaguely hint at as existing as books you go to your local library yeah take this on yourself read them and then write in to us yeah. at presentaholes at gmail.com and give us more info educate yeah. us yeah be a part of it 
Why do we have to do all this work? Yeah. That's a lot to ask of us, listener. You're kind of... Stop forcing our hand at doing all this. We do this for you. Yeah, seriously. Do you pay us for this? You don't, listener. So you get an unpaid podcast. But we are taking sponsors. So if you know anyone who's interested in sponsorship, please reach out to us at presentaholes at gmail.com. Is prez with an S or a Z? A Z. Z. That's a good clarification. Prez with a Z. Unlike the Watergate Hotel, um, we, we, we won't make you ever pay for this. <laughs> yeah, we won't charge you $900. $995. Insane. That is insane. A um, couple of other just Go for it. fun facts that I have here. Um, Nixon loved bowling. That's and nice. he was the one who had a bowling alley built in the basement of the White House because he loved it so much. His high score. What do you think his high score was in bowling? Let's see, when I bowl, I get, when I'm doing really good, I get like a 98. And because you resonate with Nixon so much, you think this is a good frame of reference. But I'm a little confused (laughs) because I'm hearing that he built a bowling alley. And the thing is, most times when I bowl, people make fun of me at the end of the game. So I'm thinking I wouldn't want to build something that I don't succeed at. Okay, point of clarification. He didn't, like, personally build him. (laughs) He had one built. It's not like you spent hours slaving away. Interesting. Um, That changes my response. Um, Since his hands weren't like war torn from building this from the ground up, I'm going to say his score was uh, 170. 232. He was super good. He was great at bowling. Um, So that's probably why I loved it so much. Um, to be fair though, when I get 98, that's with the bumpers. <laughs> I didn't, does he, did he use bumpers? Cause then that it, changes my answer again. <laughs> damn it. It didn't say, I can't, I can't 100% say he didn't use bumpers, but I'm going to, this is pure conjecture. Say he did not use bumpers. Okay. I have no evidence to support that though. <laughs> um, he also loved football. So he's sportsy, he loves bowling, yeah. he loves football and while he was president, the coach of the Washington Redskins invited him to address the team. Aww. And so, like, Nixon goes, he talks to the team, don't really know what he said, probably something super inspiring. And then um, the coach said, was, like, talking to him, he, like, got to, like, watch the game in the sidelines with the coach, and Nixon suggested a play. He was like, I have this idea for, like, something you can do. And I think you'll, like, you're so far ahead, like, just let me run this next play. Yeah, can I take a guess at what the play was? Yeah, take like, a guess. Let's move the ball down the field. Down the field. That's a great... <laughs> Tor- towards where we score. Yeah. Probably something similar. You would think it was that, but I didn't look at what the play was. But I'm assuming it's not that because what happened was it was a huge failure. Like, he suggested this play, and it went terribly awry. Like, and Aww. they ended up losing the game. And that play you can like draw it back to that line is where it's like this play is what cost them the game uh to be fair though another reason why i feel like i am very similar to richard nixon if someone asked me to name a football play i would not well but he did though he knew i guess yeah true yeah so that's that's a way you guys are actually different is that he suggested this and you wouldn't be able to honestly at this point it's harder to think of ways we're different than ways we are the same because we're just so similar (laughs) yeah i mean you also look 
identical listener i don't know if you've seen a picture of melissa on our website but she bears a striking resemblance to richard nixon it's spooky actually and i never noticed it actually until now and now it's just so obvious that guys the comedy today is coming in full force from lauren 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 Lauren. um I have a really, f- I don't know any, re- I don't know any reasoning behind this, but my okay. dad has sent me some facts, okay. and just one of them that I love is just that Nixon refused to shake hands with anybody from San Francisco. Yeah, okay, I have something on this Good. also from my dad. Here's, do you know, did my dad built. give the fact, and your dad knows why? Yeah. Our dad should hang out. Our dad, maybe they were, and they were like, this podcast sucks, let's get Our, dad, our dad should do a podcast. Okay, so... Nixon, super homophobic. Like, very, very but homophobic. But he likes Mai Tais. <laughs> Mai Tais. We're building here. Likes Mai Tais. Hates people from San Francisco. It is rumored that Nixon had a gay relationship with someone named Bibi Ribozo. And they had been pals for, like, 40 years. And there's a whole book about it. Again, didn't read the book. But it was rumored that things weren't going so great with him and Pat that, you know, he's like drinking these Mai Tais. He's a little too thou dost protest too much, not shaking hands with the San Franciscans. A lot of people think him and Bibi Raposo had a homosexual relationship. I didn't find anything on this, and my job yeah. is to find the scandal. Yeah, it is. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> That's so interesting. So that could be why is he's not shaking hands because, you know, at the time and you know everyone is like stereotypically saying San Francisco is the city, yeah. you know. Um, so he could. It's part of his thou dost protest too much. Like I won't even shake hands with a homosexual, let alone have sex with them. You know, that's interesting because I'm also yeah. looking that he always wore a suit and dress shoes when he walked on the beach. So I'm just picturing him in San Francisco in a suit and dress shoes, not shaking hands with anybody. Yeah. Nixon, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Like, just, let loose. Just have fun. Have fun. Be who you Don't are. Don't be such a grumpy Gus. Don't be a grumpy <laughs> Gus. Kick back with a Mai Tai on the beach. Kick off the shoes. Yeah. Put your toes in the sand. You Which know? is interesting, too, because his favorite show was Gilligan's Island. So he, <laughs> is that interesting? It is, and here's why. Because okay. he, he wants to be on the beach. He wants to be on this tropical island drinking Mai Tais, having b- broin with Gilli- Gilligan. Wow. He held it back. That uh, was his, 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 like, looking into the, the life he wished he had on Gilligan's Island. Okay, um... I'm starting to think I'm not as similar to Nixon as I had previously thought. Okay. Um, one more reason why. Okay. All right. His favorite snack was ketchup mixed with cottage cheese. Oh, that's not a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a snack is something that's, you know, edible, <laughs> <laughs> and that's disgusting. Ketchup and cottage cheese. Yeah. Okay. I've changed also, my whole thought snacks- process on him. He is a monster. <laughs> Are snacks something required? I always feel like a snack is more of a finger food. Yeah. Chips, fries, um, you know, cookies. I have no... If you're taking yeah. a spoon to something, it doesn't scream snack I to love me. that because I was thinking the same thing. Snack with like in the word sounds like you you crunch or yeah. chew on something. Fruit, veggies, 
Yeah. You know, not pouring ketchup on top of cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Wait. Um, do you have cottage cheese and ketchup somewhere in this house? Yep. Um, uh, Meg, bartender. <laughs> Meg, make it. I mean, don't knock it till Meg, we try it. Meg, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to make your way on this podcast, there's a couple of things. You know, I was all ready to make it when I thought you guys were going to eat it. <laughs> I d- That's disgusting. Okay. It sounds like a drink Evan would make. <laughs> How's Iowa right now? <laughs> burn evan if you were here to defend yourself maybe (laughs) somebody text him right now and say something me i don't know yep again that doesn't play well on the radio (laughs) so um yeah sorry listener for the background you might have heard ears flapping now you probably are hearing a ridiculous gulping of water um it's my parents dog so she's just being a dog and it's getting picked up on this (laughs) microphone (laughs) Um, I've been thinking, I want to yep. start doing a bit, because I know how you always Kay. say, like, the last words of the presidents. Yep. I sure do. I think we should start, because it's presidents and assholes, and I'm not yep. necessarily going to say that the presidents were assholes. No, but, like, we are. We are, mm-hmm. of course. But every once in a while, a certain, like, presidents would get a little saucy, and they'd have a major burn. Yes. I know the exact website you're talking about. I bookmarked it. It's a good and I've website. I've never brought one up. Why don't we... I, don't know but i'm glad you are starting this so i'm just going to do a presidential burn for every single president i love it all right um sorry about the first couple episodes we'll just assume they were good guys and we're never burning people or we'll post them on facebook oh that's fair go back post them post the first three burns that's fine and uh, so starting off with nixon and this one it's poetic it's full circle it's beautiful. It, it matches our podcast completely. Nixon's burn was that asshole. <laughs> to who? Oh, you're going to love this. So this when he said that asshole, it was just one of the phrases that Richard Nixon was using to describe Canada's current prime minister at the time, Pierre Trudeau. Yikes. Does that last name sound a little familiar? Trudeau. Trudeau. No, it doesn't. He is the father of the current prime minister the hottie with a body justin trudeau stop wow that's they're they're like the modern day harrison family we got william henry we got ben harrison remember that whole thing yes wow cool isn't that awesome he called he called his dad though so he called him an asshole but also a son of a bitch and a pompous egghead wow he had a temper and of course no one was supposed to know any of this um, and they're just like coming out of the Nixon tapes. But Trudeau had the last laugh because his burn back after like the um, media was coming to him being like, hey, he called you all these mean things. Trudeau just said, I've been called worse things by better people. Oh, that is such a better burn. That's the problem when you set out a burn, when you're the first to lob up the burn over the over the net <laughs> i'm trying to make a sports analogy it's not gonna work um let's stick to presidents you on this podcast. <laughs> you are in danger of the recipient spiking it back and it you got know? spiked hard it got spiked hard like yikes that is awesome i'm on team trudeau that's great 
Um, um, this is a fun little anecdote from my life. It has not a whole lot to do with Nixon, but since we're on the um, okay. Trudeau train right now, right. I was riding with an Uber driver a couple days ago, mm. and it was one of those things where I didn't necessarily want to like engage in conversation. I just wanted to get to from point A to point B. But my Uber driver made a point to tell me if there was one man on this planet that he would open mouth kiss, it'd be Justin Trudeau. <laughs> wow. Um, that seems like something that isn't the first to come up in a conversation and the idea that you guys weren't like you weren't in a chatting mood it seems weird that the conversation got to that point um we don't need to spend too much time on this but i will tell you this is how the exact conversation went he goes you know that justin trudeau guy in canada and i was like yes i do he goes if there's one man i'd open mouth kiss it's him okay this bothers me i don't find it funny i find it annoying because he clearly like had maybe another passenger or like a party the night before where someone had like a a joke about that maybe not just Trudeau but like if there was one person I could open mouth kiss like and he clearly stole this bit and was force-fitting it into every conversation he could have like oh, that's obnoxious trust me he probably thought it was the funniest thing because I forced myself to laugh because I just <laughs> wanted it to end yeah because you don't want him to keep going no that for sure was a stolen bit and that's obnoxious and I don't find him funny for the record all right listener I'm mad if- if this is sounding familiar to you, if you are my Uber driver, you're not funny. You're not funny. And <laughs> and, I, and I faked that laughter. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't know how we segue back to Nixon after that. Yeah, I don't I was, know what to do there, but I have a couple more things I want to say. Um, but there's no organic. Okay, I got us. Here's the segue. Ready? Okay. Yep. Knock, up. knock, knock. Who's there? Nixon. Nixon who? <laughs> Let's talk more about Nixon. Oh, see, that was bad. That's not, that's just as bad as any other segue that we would have done. I personally loved it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So I guess we're going to talk about Nixon again. Thanks, Melissa. Um, You're welcome. So Nixon had two daughters. Okay. Some of you might know that. I think that is a plot point of that movie, Dick. Maybe not. There's two girls in that movie. I don't know if they were supposed to be his daughters or not, but he does have two daughters. And... One of them is named June, and she got married to a gentleman named David Eisenhower. Does the last name Eisenhower feel familiar to you? It feels good. Yeah. That should have been the segue, because you talked about last names Trudeau. That would have been great. Um, So speaking of familiar last names, I'll cut it. I'll (laughs) cut it back. Speaking of familiar last names, does the last name Eisenhower ring a bell to you? It does. David Eisenhower married june nixon nixon's daughter oh my gosh here's something interesting do you know who dwight eisenhower our president do you know who his vice president was richard nixon (gasps) minds are blown this puzzle it fits but it's it's like a 3d puzzle yeah there's so many dimensions it's he was the vice president for eisenhower they both have kids I imagine they go to some bougie private school in the Washington, D.C. area. They have this cute romance from childhood. They grow up together. They get married, and the Nixons and Eisenhowers throw a crazy, politically filled wedding. Like, how sweet. At the Watergate Hotel. (laughs) At the Watergate. That's where the reception was. (laughs) Perfect. They had the reception at the Watergate Hotel. 
Um, and if you do have a reception at the Watergate Hotel, you get five hours of open bar service wow. and six to eight past hors d'oeuvres and a three-course dinner and a signature wow. cocktail. So they could have had Mai Tais. Probably the Mai Tai. And w- another, sorry, point of clarification. David Eisenhower was the grandson of Dwight Eisenhower. Mm. But but June and David are around the same age. I, I still think they probably grew up together. Definitely had the reception at the Watergate. <laughs> I don't have any idea where else they would have it. They probably got an excellent rate. <laughs> I I'm like right. maybe, if, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Um, but maybe. <laughs> Do you don't have any evidence to suggest they didn't? So fair. Um, I can speak to, um, since we brought, organically brought the Watergate Hotel back into the conversation, I'd like to talk about a conspiracy theory that I've created myself. Didn't find this online. Should be online. Because after I put this evidence before you, I think you're going to be on my team. I have some firm beliefs. After just reading the Watergate Hotel wedding brochure, that Nixon is a reincarnate of George Washington. Okay. Okay, God, I want to. I want you to unpack that. I also want you to know we're really at time, <laughs> and oh. so I don't know what to do here. I think the listener wants this. Yeah, I think and you unpack it. And there's some things it. we can like cut out are when we're stumbling earlier. Um, I don't think there are because I don't want to because that's a lot of work. Um, but let's do it and okay, let's just have an the, extra long episode. Yeah, this and this is gonna be the end. It's it's something for you guys to chew on. Um. Yep. This is why I think Nixon was a reincarnate of George Washington. So I'm reading through this brochure. First thing they say about um, the Watergate Hotel is it overlooks a certain river, the Potato River. Potomac. The Potomac. Potomac River. The Potomac River. So, and it keeps, it's brought up three times in this brochure about how it overlooks the Potomac River. And I'm thinking, you know who? overlooked that river and just like like metaphorically Richard Nixon is doing the Watergate like scandal tapes here he's throwing his political prowess across the river and George Washington was was rumored to do something to throw to show his strength as a man across the river by throwing a coin Richard Nixon's talking shit on all these people to exert himself as a powerful man across the Potomac River God, that's good. So we're starting there. Now, next reason why I think is brought up again in the Watergate Hotel wedding brochure. They talk about how the um, hotel is surrounded by George Washington cherry trees. What? Are you serious? right in here. I'll show you later so we don't use dead airtime, but it's referenced in the wedding brochure. I believe you. That's so great third point the watergate hotel for weddings has a whiskey distillery on site oh my god so wait though i have to say something you think nixon is the reincarnate of washington yes i think washington reincarnated as the watergate hotel (laughs) that's very fair i mean that's where all of this is happening is at the hotel that's very fair this is only based off of me reading a wedding brochure yeah i think i think we can we could talk about both maybe we'll put a poll online maybe the george washington's ghost haunts the hotel oh my god puts these ideas in people's heads final we're we're gonna set up a 
poll. Okay. Online, Facebook probably. Okay. Did Washington reincarnate as Nixon, the Watergate Hotel, or did he haunt the hotel? And we'll see what we'll see what the fans think. Well, let, let's get the, the popular. There, it'll be a hard poll though because we have one listener. So whichever you pick, listener will be That's, the answer. It's actually, I think that makes it an easy poll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final point. I'm moving yeah. away from the Watergate. I'm sorry, okay. but I found this quote and it just yeah. shivers up my spine, Lauren. Yeah. Um, the governor of Illinois, mm-hmm. um, Adlai Stevenson, had this quote on Richard Nixon. He said. Richard Nixon is the kind of politician who would cut down a redwood tree and then mount the stump to make a speech for conservation. Wow. I don't care so much about that back half as I yep, care about the, the fact that the first part. he would cut down a tree. Yeah. Who else do we know did that? Nobody, because it was a myth. <laughs> but Washington, I and guess. This, but this is a myth. It's a hypothetical situation. Right. It's like he would cut down a tree. So once again, he didn't actually cut down the tree. So this whole idea of the idea of cutting down a tree has been referenced on two presidents. Because like, so you, if you talked about good. Abraham Lincoln, he actually did cut down trees. So what? He's, Wait, no spoilers for the sorry. Lincoln episode. <laughs> he's removed. He's removed. He's I'm just removed. saying. Yeah. These are the, the two fact, who have hypothetically cut down trees. Yeah, the fact that trees. we hypothetically oh talk about both of these men and using Sis. cutting down trees. Lauren. I'm obsessed with that. I, I know we're at time. I know we want to unpack that more. I have another s- scandal. Not scandal. Just something super interesting. And then I also have my last words bit. That's totally fine. Like I said, Nixon has a lot going on. There's so much going on. And you know what, listener? If you dropped out, that's fine. We are doing this for ourselves. Let's remember that piece of it. We're doing this to be better trivia people. Yeah, so the so more facts we get, the better. The better. So, Kennedy. Yeah. His rival. Beat him in the presidency. More attractive than him. These things we know. So, I read that Lee Harvey Oswald who assassinated JFK, was actually trying to assassinate Nixon. Uh, and I, But they don't look the same. They don't look the same, but they were in the same place. They were both in Houston at the time. And Lee Harvey Oswald's wife testified um, while they were going through the trial. And his wife said that Lee Harvey Oswald... Got it. I'm sure she called him Lee. That <laughs> Lee. Sure sugar affectionately my bay um walked over into the room she was in and said nixon is coming i want to go have a look and grabbed his pistol and walked over to the window like he had heard that nixon was in town for this like i think it was a pep it was either pepsi or coke like board meeting nixon was on the board for and lee harvey oswald misunderstood heard he was in town and thought that's what like the parade was and he wanted to go have a look, grabbed his pistol. She doesn't say whether or not, like, he shot. She didn't implicate it. But, like, she said that. So, JFK beat Nixon in the presidency. But I would venture to say Nixon had the, had the last laugh there. You want to know something, another beautiful thing oh, about yes. JFK and Nixon? Yep. From the Watergate wedding brochure. Okay, I'm interested to see how this moves in. The water gate is next door to the JFK Center. Oh my God. (laughs) You guys, I'm so glad this is going long because this is so, like, this is so much. This is all connected. We've got this 
Washington Nixon link, this Nixon JFK rivalry, these establishments. Eisenhower's are in here somewhere. Yeah, we threw like this is incredible amount of information. This I, is at this point, I want to print stuff off, get like string, yep. and just <laughs> yeah, make, make a beautiful it. mind wall and just like. Go That's what insane. I want. Like in my apartment, when I bring someone over and they see this brochure and then they see this wall, that is how you make. That's friends. amazing. Can we connect Nixon to every single president? We might. That is a lot to ask me right now. Hey, I thought you were going to do six degrees of separation as a I new was thing. going down the rabbit hole yeah. with this Watergate hotel business. Totally. And then I interrupted and stopped you. It's totally fine. Because this is going to be like an hour long podcast. <laughs> That's fine. Um, okay, I'm quick gonna tap on last words. Do it. This is my funny, lighthearted segment called Last Words, where I research the presidents and what their last words were. This one isn't great, and I, I like that we can just kind of breeze past it because it's super sad. His last words were help to his housekeeper as he was having a stroke. So it's like super sad, and the other ones like are actually interesting. There's nothing interesting there. He was just literally dying, and that's super sad. And on that, do you want to cheers and say um, God bless America? <laughs> no, I think you should say you should pull out the wheel. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I always forget. Yeah, and that's my favorite yep. part. Well, yep. Let's pull out the wheel. I'm glad and... we were able to bring it all the way out here. Yeah, it's we're at my parents' big. house recording. It's like a huge thing. But uh, if you, Meg, do you want to grab the wheel and give it a spin? Yeah, I would absolutely right love here to. Thank you. Here we go. They won't hear this. So I'll fix it. It's just super. Oh. <gasps> oh my God. Lauren! What? It's Who James it? K. Polk! <gasps> James K. Polk. We know that I'm... <laughs> I didn't even mean for that music to play, but it seems so perfect. That was, that that was, was amazing. Um, it, okay, Polk, Polk Street is where we record our campaign each week. I grew up on Polk Street. You grew Polk up Street on Polk Street has been Street. so good to me. I know nothing about the president, but God. I just have to assume that he's just a great person. This is going to be awesome. We look forward to diving in. You obviously are looking forward to hearing it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Meg, for thank being you, here Meg. with us today. The pleasure was all mine, ladies. And thank you, listener, for sticking with us on this super long episode. Supersized. It's the Podgate episode. Oh, <laughs> all right. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> Sound check. Checking the sound. Check, check, check. Check, check it out. The sound. Sound is checked. It's a little loud. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna keep it chill. Keep it NPR. Oh, that's right.